All right, welcome in. You, me, and the SEC. I'm Ben with Brittany. Brittany, how are you? I'm good. I always ask. Always, and I'm always good. Because I talked to you like five seconds before we started. <laughs> I know. Something may have changed. You never know. Listen, what if I did start in with my mood? That probably wouldn't be a good hang right now. You should. So what if I said, Brittany, how are you? I have had a rough day, Ben. No one cares. All right, let's <laughs> let's talk about LSU football. Uh, that is our, our task tonight, LSU over the last decade. LSU, for those of you who don't know, stands for Louisiana State University. That's right. What if we, you know how we say like Florida State, we don't say FSU. Yeah, we do. No, no one says FSU. But not consistently like right. LSU. No one ever says FSU. Like I everyone says Florida State. Right, because Louisiana, that's a lot in the mouth. So <laughs> it's, it's quite a bit. It is Louisiana, Florida. That you can push well, out faster. We can do a lot with that, can't we? We can do a lot of pushing. Louisiana well, I, I State. Think Louisiana, I think we should need to make that happen. Louisiana State. Just a lot more fun to say. I know. Honestly, sometimes I look when I hear Louisiana State. I'm like, where is that? Louisiana Monroe? Yeah, Louisiana Lafayette? No. Oh, that's LSU. That's LSU. Yeah. If LSU were a day of the week, what day would it be? I, I have uh, Thursday. Okay. Why is that? I don't know, because you just asked me that weirdo question. That's not a weirdo question. It tells me a lot about what you think about LSU. Um, Because Thursday, you're kind of thinking about the weekend, and you're getting there, and it's like, okay, I can make it through. LSU is, without a doubt, Saturday night. Okay. Like it's, it's, I don't know. It's the party. Like it you is needed the, to prep me for that one. That, I think, took a lot of psychological... we got to think on our feet here a little bit better than <laughs> I was Thursday. You know what Thursday is? What? Mississippi State. Actually, Mississippi State's probably Tuesday. Okay. Tuesday yeah, see, I was afternoon. thinking broader and... Okay. Now, LSU's we're the not party on the same school. brainwave for that, but that's fine. So, again, what we're doing with our, our primers... I'm going to use that word now. I'm going to use it ironically because that's the word that... I still think it makes the most sense, so I'm sticking with it. It is what it is. Probably. We're, we're going with, uh, with our SEC recaps, primers give you a, a better sense of what each of these 14 schools have been up to the last decade so that when you watch SEC football this fall, you kind of know a little bit of the context about where that school is and where it's been, where it's going. Uh, we hope to be a source of education when it comes to that. So uh, we started with Tennessee. Uh, we talked for, what was it, about four hours? I don't know. It felt like it. Something like that. Uh, so uh, enjoy, you know, Check that out about Tennessee. Lots to say with Tennessee. Lots going on uh, with the, the volunteers over the last decade. LSU is likewise a lot going on. I know. I was about to say, I think it's just as much, if not more, going on with LSU, but in a different way. Certainly a lot more wins. Right. Yes. yes a lot more excitement for the fan base, for sure. Um, except for one season in particular, which we'll kind of talk about later. Yeah, so uh, LSU, unlike Tennessee, and only, if I can think off the top of my head, I think only three SEC programs won national titles over the last decade. Mm-hmm. So... Is this a test for me right now? It is a quiz. Okay, okay Alabama, yes. LSU, yes. and... Um, Auburn? Yes! <laughs> that was in the last decade, wasn't it? Sorry, I had to think about that. I was like, Auburn. I like how you came into that there. Yeah. Auburn. Auburn. Auburn is probably Friday afternoon. 
Okay. I think this is a system no, that is only I think in this your is own head. But I think it's worth examining a okay. little bit more. Okay, well, so. you'll have to give me some time. LSU over the last decade, 103 wins. Now, this I don't think is counting. I should know this for sure, but I'm pretty sure this is not counting last year. And okay. LSU, LSU wouldn't want that. Right. Uh, but 103 wins and 28 losses. That's pretty and, and just for context, when we reflect back on Tennessee, they went 63 and 62. Yeah. So LSU 1328 7-4 bowl games. Uh ironically, that is a worse uh winning percentage in bowl games than Tennessee. Mm. Tennessee was 4-1. We'll have to look up at the end who has the best bowl winning percentage. It's probably Alabama. Yeah. Actually, I don't, I don't know. know. It will be like if you get a team that's not played as many bowls. Right. Uh so right. whatever. Uh LSU had arguably the greatest season of all time. Right, 2019. 15 and 0. Um, they that also, was just two years ago. No, that seems like it was about five or six. I know. That was just two years And ago. that, like, in the world, it seems like it was longer than that. And I think in LSU football time, it That's feels right. like it was longer <laughs> than LSU that, LSU football too. fans are like, wait, we won the national title? I do not remember. Uh, because things have, uh, have, have oh, reverted I think they, to the I think they quote. remember. No. I think they remember. Well, maybe they don't. Who knows? Again, Saturday night is my thinking. If they are Thursday, I would say they remember. Saturday night. That's like it. Well, never mind. Um, <laughs> yeah, they also won the SEC in 2011. We're going to talk a little bit more about that. So mm-hmm. they won two SEC championships in the uh, in the decade. Um, but they also missed a bowl game in the year 2020. For the first time since, what do you think? Oh, I have no idea. Well, let's do a little guess. Oh my gosh, you're just throwing these things at me. Oh, lots of good questions. Um, when is the last year, do you think, LSU missed a bowl game? 1992. Oh, I thought you were going to get it, but you didn't. 1999. What? Oh, okay. LSU was actually terrible in the 90s. Okay. If you go back and look at the records, they're like 4-7, and 3-8. and eight. Just miserably bad. So, but even just looking at the last 20 years, because I feel like even looking back more than 10 years for LSU is important because they had a coach named Nicholas Saban. What? Tell me more. (laughs) Nick Saban? He coached for LSU? I know. So sometimes I honestly, sometimes I forget that truly. So he was there from 2000 to 2004 and got them a national championship in 2003. Yeah, that was a year, I think, I believe that year was a shared national title. Because LSU, I think, didn't play in the national title game in the BCS Oh, I don't know this. So, the BCS system, do you remember? Yes, yes, I know that. Where it was all about numbers. Right. And a computer. Right. right? Basically, in the 90s, they were like, oh, we could take a computer. This is very, like, Bill Gates, Windows 95 vibe to it let's take a computer and then we can decide who the two best teams are mm-hmm. so lsu was like 11 and 1 or something they probably had one loss and uh i want to say it was florida state and southern cal someone was southern cal michigan maybe was in there Ohio State. i don't know whatever but uh, lsu i think was number three mm-hmm. all of this might may, may be wrong so okay who cares but uh but they Finished third in the BCS, they won their bowl game, and they basically were like crowned co-national champions with whoever won the the BCS title game. Okay, that doesn't make a lot of sense to me, but I don't know if that was really well 
explained. Oh, thanks a lot. To me. <laughs> so thanks just, a lot. Well, I'm going to pick up everything I've got here and just let you fire away for the rest of the time. Anyways, Nick Saban left. If LSU to... were a jungle creature, what would they be? Um, That's a easy. Tiger? They're a tiger. Okay, okay. moving yeah. along. Um, so after Nick Saban left in 2004, Les Miles comes. Yes. In 20. In 2005. That's the one. <laughs> 2005, as some people say. And he got them a national championship in 2007. That was, uh, if you are like really looking into you know, history of college football, that year was the most chaotic year of college football and the most bizarrely wide open. LSU had two losses mm. and still was able to get back to the number two spot. Mm-hmm. Uh, there were some teams in contention that year to go to the national title game that you're like, uh, what? Mm-hmm. Uh, West Virginia, Missouri. Um, there were who did LSU beat? I don't know. I, all of my all of my brain is not working. Well, this is before the past ten years, so right. So you're telling me not to talk about it? Anymore. No, no. Yeah, I'm just saying it. I'm giving you. I'm giving you a buy for uh-huh. not remembering all of those details because um, I don't for sure. Um, but yeah, so then Les Miles, and then so starting at 2010, because if we're going back the decade, starting at 2010, Les Miles is still there. It's been three years since his national championship. So let's start there. Sure. And to give context even with that, this is about year three for Nick Saban at Alabama. So I think mm-hmm. a lot of what LSU is over the last 10 years, is defined in contrast with Alabama. Mm-hmm. Very uh, much so. And it brings us to really the start of uh, of that period in, uh, at the beginning of the decade. So so 2010, they go 11-2, and two, just two losses to Auburn and Arkansas. And I think 2010 was the Auburn year. That was Cam Newton. Right, that was Cam Newton. Yeah. So, understandable. Arkansas, who knows uh, what happened there. <laughs> well, Arkansas we was one of the teams time. they lost in 2007. When they won the national title. Yeah, I remember. We'll, we'll get to Arkansas when we get to Arkansas. Yeah, but, okay, been. so in 2011, let's talk about that. They were 13-1 thir- and one, um, in 2011. They went to the national championship. So tell me about 2011. What do you remember about that? Well, we'll, uh, we'll come on to that a little bit later. And the game of the century. Right. So um, we had the game of the century. You know who? what I remember from that season is Honey Badger. Oh, of course. Terrell Matthew. Yes. A lot, so much fun. I know. And he, so that was just a really fun season. So and he Odell was, Beckham Jr. Yeah. I mean, they were of... just a loaded, you know, we just looked at, you know, players from that LSU Bama game uh, that went on to play in the NFL. It's just an amazing array of talent. Right. Matthew, just for those of you that you, that, that may not know, he was a cornerback. Uh, no, it was a safety. Or was he a cornerback? Defensive back. Mm-hmm. This is the uh, honey badger whose name is Tyrell Tehran Tehran Matthew 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 he's the honey badger yeah I know I don't really know I just see his name but he was punt returner special teams just this player who was just embodied uh, incredible athleticism and it was a a sports center highlight waiting to happen mm-hmm. and uh, he was really the the lead player. Uh, from that LSU team that finished the season um, undefeated, I believe, right? Yes. And then loses in the BCS title game, 
loses to Alabama. You remember uh, the score that game? Twenty-one to nothing. That's right. Uh, Shut out in the. And you know what's interesting? You go back and look at a lot of the scores from Mm -hmm. the early two thousand to twenty tens this past decade. It's amazing how the SEC has changed Mm -hmm. because so many of those scores are like, well, nine to six, right? right? Twenty-one to nothing. Ten to seven. And then now you look at it now, it's like 10 to 7 after five minutes because of this offensive renaissance that has happened. It's right. The SEC has been big 12. Personally. So, right. It's a lot more exciting, at least for the neutral to watch. So after 2011, the they go really, they go 10 and 3, 10 and 3, 8 and 5, 9 and 3. And, and for LSU, it's not terrible. But the problem is what's happening in Tuscaloosa. Right. I was about to say, but I have all of their losses each season, and Bama's on there every year. Every year. They have lost to Bama after the 9-6 and six game of the century. They lose to Bama every year until uh, Les Miles is fired. Can we call now, and, and a little bit more context on that game of the century, uh, they meet Bama in 2011. They're ranked number one. LSU is. Mm-hmm. It's in Tuscaloosa. Alabama's ranked number two. Mm-hmm. Final score of that game, nine to six. Mm-hmm. No five, touchdowns. Five field goals, no touchdowns, decided in overtime. Can you legitimately call a game the game of the century after a nine to six score, even if it was one versus two? Listen, I remember watching that game and I remember everyone just being like, This is the game of the century. And I'm like, This is the most boring game I've ever it's like watched. Like, I want to kind of claw my eyes out. We actually watched a highlight reel of that game today. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you remember. Yes, we did. Yeah, we did. And, uh, of course, the 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 urban legend of Bama field goal kickers was well in play there. Right. They went like two for six, but like the game was just it was rough. I mean, yeah. it was very rough to watch, and it and again it shows that changing of style. Mm-hmm. But it is you could argue, and we'll come on to this a little bit later and talk about like how 2019 really set I think the decade. But for LSU fans, that marked like them being a peer. To Alabama. That's right. And being on the same page. Alabama won the national title game later that year. But here we are at a a position after 2011. You kind of put them in the same boat. But like you said, over the next four to five years, things change. Right. So in 2016, they go eight and four. After the first four games, Les Miles is fired. Yeah, it's kind of weird. You go four games in and get the boot. You know, he was there from 2005 to to 2016. So that's 11 years. Right. The lowest he was was eight and four. Actually, he wasn't even eight and four because it was halfway through that season. Yeah. It's, I don't know. I feel like that was kind of. Then they got bait a little bit too soon. I don't know. It's maybe like a Mark Rick thing where it's like you are just always compared to Nick Saban. Well, or the, an Al- Auburn thing. They well, went no, through the same, the same thing. They'll very much define every coach. In the SEC West over the last ten years has been defined in contrast with Alabama, meaning that you're not you're not there. And I think they're really the only one you look right now. The coaches, uh, I, I think that Jimbo is on a high trajectory at Texas mm-hmm. A&M, but outside of that, I mean, are you gonna put Ed Orgeron in the same category as Nick Saban? No, I, you're not gonna put anybody in the same category. So that's kind of the right. that's kind of the story there. But. I Les, don't know, but could you have put Les Miles there at the time? Well, you could have in 2011. Right. You know, winning yeah. the national title game, playing for another, um, but it never, it did not work out. Mm-hmm. Uh, so Coach O comes on, Coach Orgeron comes on as the interim for the rest of that year. Yeah, he was defensive coordinator, and it was really interesting because he had just 
finished as an interim coach in the same position at Southern Cal. Right. Uh, and had finished, I think, the 2015 season mm-hmm. and had done extremely well mm-hmm. to finish. The players were at USC were very and who uh, did he supportive. Who did he interim from? I think it was Kiffin. Was it Kiffin? I think it was Kiffin. I think it was. I think the timing. Yeah, he definitely worked with Kiffin at USC at some point. Yeah, I don't know how long Kiffin was there. I think it may have been. So he would have jumped in because Kiffin famously was fired on the tarmac. (laughs) <laughs> uh, of the airport Gosh, in the middle of the season. Old Miss. Oh, there's so much to say. Dive in there. Uh, but I think I think that might be right. So, uh, but anyway, Orgeron comes in, and and here's the thing: he gets hired. So USC goes in a different direction, and mm-hmm. a lot of people were like, yeah, I don't know, or Orgeron. Just a little background on him: he was the the head coach in Old Miss mm-hmm. during the 2000s. Uh, famously, played a stellar role in that classic film the blind side that's true he was nick saban was also in the blind he was side, it, it was representing a, lsu that's right it was a it was a fun uh it was a fun uh a fun movie but anyway orgeron is a LS, uh, louisiana native uh he's got how the, can you tell he's a louisiana native? you know you can just tell you just look at a guy sometimes and knows <laughs> that like when i look at a guy walking down the street i'm like you are north dakota i can just tell really what does a guy look like if what are some visual cues to tell you that someone would be from north dakota north dakota a if big north coat? dakota i have no idea i don't know north, if i've ever met anybody from north dakota but if north dakota were a day of the week what oh day my gosh i'm not answering that come on question it's clearly wednesday morning <laughs> Gosh, this is infuriating. All right, so Coach O gets hired in 2017. Yes, so he 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 finishes out the season. Uh, some national writers are like, "Is this the guy who's going to get LSU back to the top?" I right. Mean, it was very com- not confusing uh, result, but I think a lot of people were like, "Is this going to be the? Is this going to be the story? Right? Is this going to be the guy?" Right. So his. Oh, sorry. Uh, his first year, uh, he they went nine and four, which is really good. Um, is it? I mean, it's uh, not their losses, however, don't get too excited. Are well for a first year coach. I feel like that's pretty good. Okay, good for him. Um, their losses losses are Mississippi State. Yeah, Put an asterisk great. by that because I'm gonna come back to that. Okay. Troy. Ooh. And then Bama and Notre Dame. Okay. I think Notre Dame was their bowl game. Bowl game. Yeah. So, I mean, I feel I, I don't know. I. Mississippi State and Troy are kind of tough. Well, Mississippi State was, this would have been 2017. Mm-hmm. Mississippi State, as we'll talk about, had a phenomenal middle part of the decade. Um, they did. So they're kind of coming out of that by that point. So, But still, if you're LSU, you don't need to lose Mississippi State. Right, right. So then 2018, um, they go 10-3. and 3. Um, And they just, they lose to Texas A&M. And how many overtimes was that? Uh, there were a few. Yeah. Actually, they're more than a few. They're actually seven. Right. So that was that classic seven overtime game. Pretty yeah. sure I probably fell asleep. Oh, no. Uh, that was like you were you were, <laughs> you were probably asleep by the third quarter. Right. I mean, <laughs> let's be I fair. remember that that one. I think you tried to stay. No, I, I think I watched. I think thing? I watched the whole thing. Yeah. Yeah. And then they lost to Bama in a shutout. Yeah. And they lost to Florida. Which all of those are good programs. So, you know, maybe that's looking pretty good. And and they're at a position at that point where, um, you know, they're building Orgeron. Orgeron's an interesting kind of 
he's not a he's not one of those coaches who is extremely hands on with his individual instruction. He's mm-hmm. more of a climate culture guy, and he mm-hmm. lets a lot of. So if he gets the right assistance. Mm-hmm in the right position with the right players, like that's when his magic can happen. He's mm-hmm. a phenomenal recruiter. Mm-hmm. I mean, you can imagine I like Mr. Bayer, like if he came in and tried to sell you something, I mean, yeah. you're all, you're all in on that. I totally be all. I remember when we talked about the fan portal a couple yes, of times ago. Absolutely. You'd be in the LSU fan portal. Probably would. That's right. Uh-huh. Baton Rouge. So anyway, we come to 2019. Which that leads us to 2019. And the they golden have- year. And and so LSU always recruits extremely high, right? They always have a lot of talent. Obviously, top ten recruiting class every year. Um, they get to a, a point though in 2019 where they're they're kind of regarded mid top ten with their preseason rankings. Joe Burrow, who's Ohio State transfer, as mm-hmm. uh, is, is back for his second year. They have several very well-regarded wide receivers mm-hmm. uh, and some talent in the backfield. I mean, the pieces are there, but again, right. are you going to be better than Alabama? They were fortunate in the sense that Alabama had a lot of injuries on their defense during the 2019 season. Okay, uh, A lot of players, top, top players, uh, returning starters for Bama, who uh, were injured throughout that year, a couple players out for the year. Now, I'm not saying that that fact helped LSU do what they did mm-hmm. uh, in the, the, the one time that they faced Alabama. It's not like they played like more than once. It didn't hurt. Right. It didn't hurt. Right, that Alabama was not at the top of their game that year. Certainly not. Um, at least defensively. Um, and Tua then, got hurt too, but and then Tua got hurt. But that's another story. That. But Back yeah, and then you have have Joe Burrow and who like what are some other names that are on that team? So Justin Jefferson and Jamar Chase, mm-hmm. wide receivers. Um, Jefferson's already in the NFL, playing for the Minnesota Vikings. Uh, Chase was drafted this year by somebody. Yeah, uh, he uh, pretty early, I think. Clyde Edwards-Helaire. I think I'm getting those, but he was drafted by the Kansas City Chiefs mm-hmm. uh, as a running back. Uh, and they had a you know a lot of talent on defense mm-hmm. um, as well. So, but it was a beautiful year for LSU. Yes, it was. It was one of those just like everything clicked and the magic happened. Started the year with a win at Texas mm-hmm. uh, in the second game of the year, and mm-hmm. from there you're like, okay, now we're rolling. And they just put up silly numbers. Yeah, I mean some of the numbers that they put up, uh, absolutely insane. Uh, and then they come to the Bama game, mm-hmm. and they're able in Tuscaloosa to beat Alabama, uh, and that cements their place as the team to beat. Uh, they go on to win the SEC championship game over Georgia. That's true. Wasn't that close either. Uh, I think 37 of whatever. Right. Uh, but they go on then, and the stats, I've got the stats here for Joe Burrow in the SEC title game and in the playoff games. I think they beat Oklahoma in the semifinal, and mm-hmm. then they beat Clemson in the national championship. Uh, here are his statistics from those three games. 88 for 126 uh, in pass percentage. Okay. 16 touchdowns. Wow. Zero interceptions, and then also two rushing touchdowns. Yeah. And again, keep in mind, it's against Georgia, Oklahoma, Clemson. Right. Right, three of the best teams in the country, and he puts up those numbers. That's pretty amazing. Obviously wins the, the 2019. Uh, he wins every award. Right. The Heisman, uh, Davey O'Brien, uh, the uh, Johnny Unitas for the top quarterback. 
every award he wins. It is one of he throws for the the whole year sixty or seventy six percent pass completion rate, which is silly. Sixty touchdowns. It's amazing. Sixty touchdowns. I can't tell you as a Kentucky fan how long it's been. How many years it's taken for Kentucky as a team to throw 60 touchdowns? How many <laughs> years know. it's taken? It, yeah. It's um, just an insane year and maybe the greatest individual year any quarterback has ever had. Um, and it wasn't like it wasn't like watching Lamar Jackson. Mm-hmm. You know, it wasn't like watching, um, you know, Michael Vick or any of these like incredible athletes that, that, because Joe Burrow is not like the greatest runner of the, the football. He's not the greatest, you know, he's a great athlete, mm-hmm. but he's not like making these places like, wow. It's just that he was just so dominant. Mm-hmm. He made a couple throws that I remember one in particular. I don't know if it was against Oklahoma or Georgia, but it was like he was running to his right and he kind of just spin out like two or three tackles and it threw like a 60 yard pass. Mm-hmm. Uh, so just an absolutely insane year. Yeah. I mean, completely. And you know what? This is my hot take. My hot take. Hot on take. Joe Here, we Burrow. Here we go. Um, I really was and have been and maybe still am waiting for him to be like Johnny Menzel personality wise. So I really thought that he was going to, because he had an ego about him. Oh yeah, rightly so. Yeah, you know. Yeah, and I really was like, this kid's gonna burn out. Like he's gonna, something's gonna happen that is gonna make him not be able to, like, a, go where he can go. But I don't know where is he right now. Yeah, sorry. Where is, we, he? Where is got, he right now? Okay, that's my question to you. Well, our window's window. open here. We got a rain inside. Piper is not letting Brittany shut the window. A play by play here. There we go. All right, good work. Uh, Joe Burrow is in Cincinnati. How's he? Is he playing? Yeah. Okay. How's they were bad. They had no offensive line. Like it was, he was sacked. I think I believe his first year he sacked more than any other quarterback. That's going to happen. Like when you're the number one pick, you're you're going to go to a sucky team. It's mm-hmm. going to happen to Trevor Lawrence this year. Yeah. Uh, you, you usually don't have any pass defense, or, or pass defense. That's our pass protection, mm-hmm. and you get knocked down on your butt. So yeah. if you can, if Cincinnati can help build that, then mm-hmm. I think he can have a great career. He was a much better. He's a much better passer than Manziel ever was. Yeah. Manziel depended on his legs so much, and guess what? You can do that in college. Right, because yeah. you're you're playing against college athletes and not against professionals. Yeah, uh, Manziel never. I mean, it was great. It was great pass with the ball, but he's Joe Burrow. I think was more technical. Yeah, I think. Well, that, I really hope for good things for him. Yes. I, well, it me, sounds like you just hear like, me threw him say that, but like, I, I hope did. He his, up like Johnny Manziel. I did not say hope. I just said I wondered if because his ego was so big, and he was like as a Georgia fan watching him. Didn't really like him that much. Not a fan. Not a fan. Oh, Not a Joe. fan. But you know the stats, the numbers, the plays—they speak for themselves. Yeah. So phenomenal year. So he left after then, and then okay. So before we get to twenty twenty, um, let's let's talk about top, let's finish up that last decade and talk about top rivals. Yeah. Is let's, that okay? Who you, who you judge their their? So you want to do like their superlatives? Yeah, and is that where we're going to go? Uh, or do we going to do best moments? Well, let's do let's do top rival because the, the best and worst moments might be something from 2022 That's as true. well. 
Okay, well, let's go ahead and do some promos now. Okay. And and then we'll do 2020 recap. Okay, Uh, but where are rivals going? Is that superlatives? That is, yeah, they're top rival. All right, best moment. I'll let you go first. So there were a lot because it was a great decade. I think their best moment is 2019 winning at Alabama. Okay. Because I think that LSU fan, I think, can you can you really celebrate winning nine to six? Right. I mean, can you really? Gosh, that I game, I can. like, I vividly remember very few games. It's like a very flaw of mine is my memory. That's why I'm married to Ben. But That's I, me. <laughs> I vividly remember how boring that game was. It was, it was tough. And I think we also can look at hindsight because we know 2011 is going to end with Bama winning it all. We know that 2019 the LSU is going to win. So I think that you can like put that in the context of that year and say that it was a better moment. I think it was, uh, I think it was just such a massive win. They went 46 to 41. Mm -hmm. I mean, just (laughs) gives you an idea of how like the game has changed Mm -hmm. uh, over the course of the decade where you start out nine to six and goes to 46, 41 Mm -hmm. by 2019. But I would, uh, I would rate it by far their best moment. Yeah. Um, I have, my best moment is also in 2019. It's hard not to pick from that season. It was the yeah. golden year. Yeah. I mean, there's no other way to describe it. Yeah. And I have the Texas game that started okay. off um, where Texas was ranked number nine and Joe Burrow, uh, like a particular moment, which I think we watched. Did we watch that game today? No, no. Um, but there, I watched it earlier. Um, a particular moment where Joe Burrow threw to Justin Jefferson, and it was just like, I mean, it was just beautiful. And it's just like, okay, they're here. Like yeah. LSU is here to play this season, right, right. Um, and it really it started off that season of just like, I mean, perfection, right. And there's always a subtext to every college football season. The question's always asked: Is Texas back? <laughs> and Texas in God 2019. Would not be back. No. Although I'm sure that question would be asked several more times that year. Right, de- right. Depending on what Texas I mean, did. I also had the game of the century. And honestly, I just had it because it's called the game of the century. I mean, you got to give and it you some gotta add it, you got to put it in there somehow. And for me personally, it was a snoozer. Yeah. So let's go worst moments. So with the ups come the downs. And I think that you could look at it. You could look at it in several, several ways. Um, Obviously, the loss in the, in the title game to Bama in 2011 was tough. Uh, but I, I'm going to go with a, a a loss that I think started the started the process of Les Miles being subjugated to Nick Saban in the SEC West, and that was the next year, 2012. Alabama was number one in the country. Uh, they come into Baton Rouge, and Bama wins it in the last minute. And I feel like that was the beginning of the march. Now, again, we can look at this big picture and know that LSU is going to come back up. So you're, if you're an LSU fan, you're like, it's all good. We're going to come back and get back on top seven years from then. But I think that was the worst moment because it marked like the beginning of the end of the Les Miles era. And again, if you look at what ends up happening to those Les Miles teams, they couldn't score. Mm-hmm. They just could not score. They didn't have the offense to keep up with what uh, – you know, and to defeat those Bama defenses, they they just couldn't do it. So right. I would go that with my worst moment. But again, for LSU, their best moment, I think, overshadows the worst moment. Yes, for sure. Um, I have two. One of them, I just, I kept seeing Mississippi State um, as kind of a thorn in their side. 
um, that kind of kept coming up as these, like, to me, random losses. Like, they lost in 2014. The one I was looking at is 2017, which is Coach O's first year. And LSU is ranked 12, and they lose to Mississippi State 37-7. to It's tough. You know, and it's I tough. and you know, I feel like they are natural rivals just based on location. Um, is any both the Mississippi schools and LSU? Right. I kind of have them grouped together as, yeah. um, you know, just natural rivals, even if they aren't on par with each other this decade. Um, but we'll kind of, maybe we'll kind of get more into that when we do Mississippi State of kind of where they were at that in the last 10 years. Um, but then I also have looking at 2020 because well, which we'll dive into, but yeah, that's the, a big... the loss, um, at Auburn, which was 48 to 11. Yeah. It was a... just the worst loss since when? 37 to seven. Worst, worst loss since <laughs> what you year? Mentioned? Oh, well, I don't know. Tell me. Should I guess a year? Yeah. Should you guess a year? I guess I should. This is a fun game. Is it? Yes, is it, it is. I'm going to go 1974. Okay. Um, 1996. Oh, dang. Okay. Gosh, you're not very good at this. Well, who did they lose to in 1996? No, no let me guess. Know. Oh, I don't know. You don't know. have that? No. Oh, disappointing. Gosh, I'm not ESPN here. Um. So, yeah. Which, let's, I mean, which we'll talk about 2020 in a minute. But let's go ahead and go to rivals. Rivals. Yeah, it's got to be Bama. So Coach O came out and said, our biggest rival is Bama. I mean, sure. I, right. So like, and what, I feel I don't like think that's, that's kind of a like recruiting, like I don't think, my guys Yeah, thing. I don't think that's like, I, I just don't think that's. Now, if you, if you think about it geographically, then I think that you could make an argument that if you talk about like natural rivals, you could say Arkansas. They lost to Arkansas. And we've talked about how they've lost to Arkansas a couple times. And I I feel like you really can't say that you're a rival if you never beat them. Um, Right. You know, at least in in the modern times. I agree. I have Alabama. I mean, it's kind of for the last 10 years, it's got to be Alabama. I will give you one other team that they play every year that um, they, whenever they play this team, like crazy things happen. And that's Florida. Mm. So LSU's uh, division game every year is florida cross division yes that they always play and over the past six seven years there's been a few things that have happened it goes back to i think 2014 or 15 uh when a hurricane that came through in uh the hit in florida uh delayed that game and they ended up making it up in baton rouge Mm -hmm. and then there was kind of scuffle between the athletic departments of like how when to like where that game would be played, and then also the next year, because you would think then, okay, if you're going to play it there, you need to go back to the other place and Mm -hmm. play it. Uh, So there was a lot of, like, athletic department beef between the two of trying to figure out how, like, where that site played. And their games are always close. If you remember from this year, this, again, 2020, we'll get to in a Mm -hmm. minute, uh, the shoe moment, if Mm -hmm. you remember, where the Florida player picked up the LSU. Yeah, and threw the shoe and knocked Florida out of the the playoff chase because they were very much in the playoff at that point. What year Uh, was that? 
That was this year. That was this year. Yeah, I was about to say, well, that wasn't twenty nineteen. Because Florida had already won the East, right? But they were in contention to go to the playoff. Oh, and God, that was just this year. Okay, I'm year. sorry. I, really... <laughs> I told so, you all my memory. So LSU Florida is always that's like a fun rivalry, I think. But LSU Bama, I think if you ask the LSU fans, I think that's who they're going to say. You know who I also was thinking about, which I don't feel like has come up that much. Because not maybe in the last ten years, but looking forward, that I'm interested in is LSU A&M. Yeah, you know I think the yeah. Manziel years year how long was he? I don't he know. Was, yeah, yeah, two or three years. Uh, you know they that maybe was a good rivalry rivalry, but I'm interested in Jimbo Fisher versus Ed Orgeron. Yeah. Uh-huh. You know, I think that in the coming years, I think that would be a really fun rivalry. If A&M can be consistent right. as a top 10 team, for sure. Right. Because you don't think about it, you think, oh, wins Bama LSU, and then maybe now wins Bama A&M, but then you got to have A&M LSU in there as right, well. Right, so right. It'll be good, too. All right, so 2020, uh, just to do a little bit of, of recap, uh, tough times for LSU. Five and five. Uh, with that ten game SEC schedule, and really the the warnings the warning bells came off and started. Uh, first game at home against Mississippi State and the Pirate Mike Leach's first game in charge of the Bulldogs, and people were like, "Ooh, doggy!" Forty four thirty four for LSU. It was like, "What is happening?" Right. Uh, well, I would even kind of go before that. Back up a little bit. They had 14 players drafted in 2019. Yes, that's a good point. You know, like they are not the night 2019. Even no. even if Joe Burrow was just gone, like right. they're not the the only one. Not the only one, but the big guy left was Jamar Chase, and he opted out. That's right. Yeah. So I think with those two things, you got a real and there. I think both offensive coordinator and D yep. coordinator went to the NFL. Yep. So they got two new coaches and um ed orgeron just came out a couple months ago when because spoiler alert those two coaches are not there anymore um and came out a couple months ago and said you know i am this time i'm actually going to hire my own coaches yeah which kind of makes you realize that he just kind of went based on hearsay. He didn't yeah. interview them, and it didn't work out very well for him. He talked uh, at like his intro press conference, I think, with the OC he hired last year. Is like you know, I remember like being in his wedding. It was just like mm-hmm. brought in the buddies, basically, right? Right, right. Um, and it, it obviously did not work out. Um, Why do I know the name Bo Pelini? So Bo Pelini was the coach at Nebraska. For okay. quite a while. Okay. Um, that's probably that's where probably where I know him. So yeah. he was the D coordinator, and their defense not... was terrible. <laughs> they were that good. It was so bad. Uh, so anyway, so yeah, starting off with a loss to Mississippi State, they go on to lose Missouri, Auburn, A and M, Bama. It's just tough. Yeah, and I mean, you got ten games SEC. I mean, you, there's very little margin for error. Uh, they had some impressive wins. I mean, they. But Vandy, South Carolina, those aren't really impressive. But they did beat Florida, and I think what that did, and in the swamp too, mm-hmm. I think what that did and does for this year is maybe signal like, okay, here's kind of a uh, kind of a renaissance for LSU that we had. This is basically our hangover year, right. you know, for 2019 right. Saturday night. So it it's basically like 
this is our uh, and then they beat a very good Ole Miss team well mm-hmm. not very good but like potent right, Ole Miss right. game, team in the last game 53 to 48 uh they did not play a bowl game because of self-reported NCAA violations they sat out of of a bowl game um, I think personally I think that that was probably true yes but I also think that that Ole Miss game was such a good win that they didn't want to they didn't want to play a bowl game well, that I think was going to be crappy. I think they'd already announced by that Oh, point okay, never were... mind. Well, it worked out for them that it they does. ended I on mean, a they high. It does. with two. Yeah, <laughs> it's right. And they ended with two because, of, I mean, they had just played. They'd lost to A&M 20-7 and Bama 55-17. So it was, a, it was a good way to end the year. So looking forward to 2021. Um, what's a good win number? For LSU in 2021. You know, I feel like 2020 was kind of a wake-up call that they had to kind of sober up out of their... Saturday night. Post, yeah. post uh, national championship. They got new, um, they got a new offensive coordinator, uh, Jake Peets, and new uh, defensive coordinator, Durante Jones, um, that both seem to be pretty good. I think they're both coming out of the NFL. Um, so that's a trend. A, a lot of uh, college coaches hiring NFL assistants yeah. as as coordinators. Yeah. So I think they're serious. I think they're like, okay, we got our stuff together. So I'm gonna say nine wins. Yeah, I think that it last year defined why LSU is not Alabama. Mm-hmm. Again, I hate to draw that comparison again, but you know Alabama's down years ten wins, right? right? And like last year, like I know it's five and five is different. You can't like, but five and five in a regular year that's eight wins, mm-hmm. right? When's the last time Bama's had eight wins? Mm-hmm. You know, so um, I think for LSU, I think that nine wins is a minimum. I think if you look at their schedule. You, you you look at the games, you look at the Bama game, mm-hmm. you look at the LSU, at the uh, A&M game, you look at the Florida game. Mm-hmm. You got three there. And I think if you get one of those wins, I think, and then win everything else, I think the fan base is going to be happy. Yeah. Um, so you know where they're starting out. They're out west. That's right. They're going to play at the Rose Bowl area, I guess. Or, or maybe even in the Rose Bowl. <laughs> Not it? only in the area, <laughs> but actually in the stadium. <laughs> is that, this is my question, because I saw that they were playing in the Rose Bowl, but yeah. isn't that a bowl? Yeah, it's a bowl game, yeah. But that's what the that's stadium, the name of the stadium. is also called the Rose Bowl. Mm-hmm. Okay, that's different, so don't like judge me. <laughs> Because I was like, wait, why is the Rose Bowl being played? But then I have like COVID on my brain. So I'm like, is it rescheduled? You had COVID? <laughs> it's on your brain? No, you should get that, that like, looked at. <laughs> that like everything is weird and wonky anyways. Right. I'm yeah. sorry. But no, play, so yeah, they're playing UCLA. What an interesting game. I don't even know who UCLA's coach is anymore. We should yeah, Google that. Man, I, we, I've not looked out West besides like Oregon. I really want to know UCLA football coach. Let's see who is it it is oh chip kelly i should know that okay you know, we're still waiting on him to do something out there um, um so yeah they okay had... and that's tricky because that is a that is a, a a team that theoretically would have the talent to beat you you're also going out west to play which they you know, haven't been out west in like 20 years supposedly okay so that's like yeah i mean that's that's tricky so you win that game and then, you know, everything else, I mean, you're not going to play anyone else in the non-conference. Uh, the Florida game's at home. 
I like to, I would like to say like a, a tricky game would be uh, going to Lexington and playing. Mm-hmm. Uh, but we'll see. I don't know. There's historically been some tricky times right. in 2007, Lexington. 2007, very tricky. I I think if you're LSU, I think you're looking at your 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 season is defined. You want your season to be defined by those three games. Mm-hmm. And if you're losing to an Ole Miss or an mm-hmm. Arkansas or a Mississippi State or any of the other West teams, I think that's a disappointment. But I think if you get to 10 wins, I think that you should be yeah. pretty satisfied. They've got a good quarterback competition right? Uh, that's going on out there. Um, Miles Brennan was uh, the starter last season. He was out three games in. I can't remember who played the rest of the season, honestly. I think TJ Finley, but I think okay. he is transferred. Okay. So probably they know. probably, like everyone else, had a bunch of guys in and out. I know Eric Gilbert was one of their big... That he was Recurse, from, but he's gone. But he's yeah. gone to Georgia. Um, so oh, you yeah, had so much joy in just saying that. Oh, right? yes, I know. Too bad he's gone to Georgia. Coming home. Tough times. Um. So yeah, but we'll kind of get into that when the season gets closer. Kind of you know, and they solidify their rosters. But... I'm excited to see what they do. I uh, I think that again, their season is defined by those three games. Uh, but they're going to be a player. They're going to be better than last year. Yeah. Uh, they're going to bounce back. And I think. Uh, Do you think Coach O's job is on the line? I think if, they, if don't? they. I think if they. I don't. I don't see a world unless they totally bomb uh, less than six wins. I don't think that's going to happen. Mm-hmm. I think if. I think if he wins only eight or less, I think next year will be a hot seat year. Yeah. For, for Coach O, but I think anything else, I, you know, I, it's always, what have you done for me lately? Mm-hmm. And, you know, if he can, this is a big year. I mean, there's no denying it. Right. And I think as far as SEC coaches are concerned, I think the only SEC coach under more pressure this year is Kirby Smart. That's right. But I think Coach O, if he can write the ship nine, ten wins, I think he's good. Right, right. Yeah. Well, that's it for LSU. Any other ideas, thoughts, opinions? You know, I think, and I know we'll probably talk about this more, but I really think that Mike the Tiger probably would eat every other mascot alive. It's a tough call. Um, Are we talking all college mascots or just SEC mascots? Just SEC. (sighs) I can't comprehend all college mascots. I'm an alligator Versus a tiger, like how how's that going down? And you how's step a tiger, on his mouth. You just t- step on the alligator's okay, mouth. Enough. Why okay. don't people do that? Can't have that. A tiger gonna eat an elephant? I mean, how's that gonna play? Oh well, yeah. I, mean, I mean, how's that gonna? Go? I think it does. It probably would be like nine and six. And then It'd probably it, be. And then if you're, <laughs> and then if you're the commodore, you just shoot the tiger, right? They have, they have cannons. They have cannons. They have cannons. Yeah, but then the tiger mauls you. I don't think commodores are like trained versus and tigers. And commodores, I feel like, are have some sort of like honor code going on that they wouldn't like stoop that low to like kill right, the tiger. Right, right. Anyways, we'll, yeah. we'll, we'll think we'll about that, that more. Next up, Kentucky. I'm very excited. Are you? I'm always excited. I already told Ben. Are you going to have to prep for the next no, episode? I'm just going to wing it. I'm just going to wing it. Y'all, I'll try talk to talk about all the down moments. I'll try to make sure that one stays under an hour, and that's just not Ben pontificating about his memories. There's lots to say. Uh, I do know my low space or my low 
Can uh, you even pick a low time a low just moment. because you lived all of them so deeply? And still do. <laughs> always will, always will. All right, so Kentucky's next time. We've enjoyed our LSU times, uh, and we'll be back with you on our next adventure. So, all right, we'll see you then. I guess so. I'm Ben. I'm Brittany. <laughs> and this has been you, me, and the SEC.